So you should have a page. This is. I don't see too many of them. <laughs> should be a page from Absodic that you got two weeks ago. Says on the Sichas Malachi Asharis. Yeah. It's not. It's not extra. You're repeating the copies. That's what it is. Extra something else. No, we need to. We expect the children to keep the things together. Okay. This is the last Torah that we're going to be learning on this piece from the Eretz Chayfes from Rav Kook on the Indian of the Koyach HaDimyan, the Koyach HaMadame in Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laretz. Because there's so much on each of these, each of these Inyanim. The next one that's coming up is Simcha in Eretz Yisrael and Achil in Eretz Yisrael, the food of Eretz Yisrael. Each of these we could spend years talking about. But I just want to touch upon some of the Yisodos. So we're going to learn together today this Torah from Reb Tzaddik <coughs> in Sichas Malachi Hashares, Tess and Yud. Now remember we were talking about the difference between living in Eretz and in the Chutzlars. The Chazal said, "Kol Adar Eretz Yisrael is Dami Kemishi Whoever lives in Eretz it's Dami. It seems, it appears. Ki'ilu, Kemisha Yeshlo who has a God. And the Chutzlar, it says, Daima And how we saw how the Swarm are very, very particular about that word, Daima. And understood that that Daima is talking about, on a deeper level, the Kochad the imagination of Chutzlar, and the imagination of Echisra. That in Chutzlar, one could imagine Ki'ilu, there is no God. In Chutzlaretz, in Yisrael, the imagination is filled with God. That's what we're talking about. So Absodic explains, look inside, and the Ois Tess is the right side of the page on the bottom, where it says Tess. V'zehu she'elas v'neimat ha'minich ha'chamim she'bavavam etzuyonim. The Gemara in Shabbos asks a question, why is it that the Tamidah Chachamim Bavel are Mitsuyan? Why do they wear uh, particular types of clothing? Mm-hmm. They're very medactic in their clothing and they have certain. They're Mitsuyanim in what they wear. If you look in the footnote 10, on the bottom there, he brings the Gemara from Shabbos, the Gemara in Shabbos, Kufim Hay. But the Gemara they mat hamirich hacham shabbav hamitzuyanim v'she'ena b'nei mekayman. The Gemara says an interesting thing. Why is it that the why is it that the that the hamirich hacham and bavel have special clothing, whatever rabbanish clothing, some kind of clothing? Why? V'she'ena b'nei mekayman because they're not really from that place. It's a strange thing. Da'amri inchi because this is an expression. This is saying that people have. 
that Shemai bloy Mosa to Svoy. Bim Koimi, Shmi Mechabdeni. Shloy Bim Koimi, Aide Begodar, and Imiskabe. There's an expression that in my place where I live, <coughs> where people know me, I'm known by my name. In my, in my community, in my neighborhood, in my place, people know who I am. They know me by my name. But when I'm in a place where people don't know me, or I'm a stranger where they don't know me, then I can be identified by my clothing. Then people know me by what I'm wearing. It's a lot, a lot in this Gemara about names, about clothing, what that means. It's true. They say that even by the nations of the world. There was a there's an interesting um, book that someone gave me to read, and I enjoyed it very much. About a about a uh, Holocaust survivor who came to the states and was very successful. He was a tailor, and he and he did very well over here. And it's the story of his life. And the name of the book is called The Measure of Man. It's a great name, and it's a picture of this of this uh, sweet Hungarian survivor with a with a tape measure around his tailor, with a tape measure around him. It's called the Measure of Man. Clothing is it's a big thing. It's a very very big thing. So the Gemara says that where you where you are your place, so that you're identified by your name. But when you're not in your place, then you're identified by your clothing. The word mitsuyonim means to be identified, to be able to be <coughs> distinguished and noticed and so on. Like in Mitzrayim, B'nai Yisrael were mitsuyonim shama. One of the things that we were mitsuyonim about is that we didn't change our clothing. We were away from our place. We were living in Gullahs. We were Mitzrayim and we were mitsuyonim shama. Mitsuyonim shama. That we, that we were identified. One of the ways that we, we held on to our identity was was by our clothing. <clears throat> it was by our clothing. It's interesting because Sefer Shemos begins with these are the names. The names. But then over time, when you're in Golas, you lose your name. You lose your name. And then as you lose your name, then you lose your own identity and the clothing becomes the measure of man. It's interesting then the clothing becomes a very big thing. I remember one of my daughters was saying that she's, when she was going to seminary, oh, you, I, you don't really need to have all the different things. You, you know, in Yerushalayim, you can just wear the same, you know, you can wear the same uh, shmata every day, which didn't prevent her from taking my wife for a ride, you know, with a, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. But... Uh, in we have names. In Chutzlars, we have to go shopping for clothing. So what does this mean? So Rebzodik explains, Whoever lives in Eitz Yisrael, it's Doima, Kamisha Yeshla, Oloka. Seems that he has a God. And the Darba Chutzlar is Doima, Kamisha Ein, Oloka. Seems that he doesn't have a God. 
Shnemar loses lochemis eretz knan, liois lochem lelokim. It says in Pasuk, I gave you eretz Israel, eretz knan, liois lochem lelokim. And in that place, I, I am your God. And in that place, it's revealed and it's clear that I am God. Of course, Hashem is everywhere. But in Chutzlar, it's, it could seem as if Ke'ilu, it's Nidma that he's not. They could, one could get that impression. One could imagine that, that he's not God. But in Yisrael, it says in Pasuk, Losses lochem is eretz k'nan, liyos lochem lelokim. In Yisrael, it's liyos lochem lelokim. It doesn't say that about New York or Paris or London. It says only about New York. About Yisrael, liyos lochem lelokim. Eretz k'nan is liyos lochem lelokim. So, Rav Sadiq says, Valoshan Daima. This Loshan of Daima that we spoke about when we were learning the Torah from Rabbi Yaakov Moshechalab, of course it doesn't mean that, that, that there's any difference between Hashem lives here and doesn't live there. Hashem is everywhere. So, Daima is Ratzalayma. What does that mean? Shebedimyon Hukain. That Daima is used specifically to indicate that we're talking about imagination. The Kachadimyon. Lashon Daima Ratzalayma Shebedimyon Hukain. That this is what the imagination says. In Echisel, the imagination says that everything is Hashem. And in Chutzlaris, the imagination is that, that, that it is not Hashem. Kibemis. Chas v'sholem, halam meloi chalar it's kavodah. As the Koyin says, chas v'sholem, what do you mean? Daimah k'misha in loi Hashem is everywhere. Meloi chalar it's Hashem fills all of creation. It fills everything. Raksha hadimyon matela adam, but the imagination can can mislead a person. It can, can, it can mislead a person, it can cause a person to make a mistake. And what's the dimyan? What's the, what's the greatest mistake that a person can make? What is the, what is the um, dimyan of Chutzlaretz? It's mat l'odem ve'ena masig zeh sh'ashem esbach o'meid nichichal b'chol mokem shehu. The dimyan of Chutzlaretz is not that God doesn't exist, everybody knows that Hashem exists and He's here. And when a person walks into shul, and when he goes into a Vesemedrish, and so on, and places and times. However, Rapsodic says, the, the dimion of Chutzlaritz is to imagine that Hashem is not standing together with you wherever you are. In Chutzlaret, you could have such a dimyon that Hashem is in shul. Or Hashem is, or Hashem is in, is in, in Beis Madrash, whatever. That's the Chutzlaret, the Kedimian. That Hashem is in certain places, but He's not every single second of your life. That's the dimyon of Chutzlaret. 
ואין המעסיק זה שהשם הזה עומד נכחו בכל מקום שהוא. Like with Moshe Leib Sassaver, Shusilana, that they said that 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 it was a fellow didn't know he was the tzaddik, and Moshe Leib Sassaver was walking someplace, and uh, this Jew picked him up to give him a lift, and and then they went a little bit, and they stopped by uh, a paradise by an orchard, and the uh, I'm sure you know the story, and and the fellow wanted to help himself a little bit to somebody else's uh, pears, to somebody else's fruit. The orchard was owned by a private was by a person. And he, he didn't know that he was take, giving a lift to Rabbi Yishlep Sassar to Tzadik. So they got off the wagon, and the person says to Rabbi Yishlep Sassar, he says, look, I'm going to go inside to get, with a, he had a bag to get some stuff, and uh, if someone's watching, you, you whistle. And of course, the story is that the second the guy left him and walked inside, Rabbi Yishlep Sassar starts to whistle. And the guy comes running out, he says, what, 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 what you saw somebody? So he says, lace us upon him in there. There's no, there's no place without the Baruch Shalom. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> so people are more sophisticated now. It's not, it's not with a big, it's with a computer. You understand the different, the different ways to do the same trick that the guy, that the gun of uh, uh, with the wagon, the wagon driver, the different ways to, to try to do the same trick. But the bottom line is, the same way the wagon driver, when he's going into the orchard, He's like the same thing. The person sits down by the computer. He presses a certain button. It's like He imagines that God is not there. It's not a theological matter. If you ask him, does God exist? He would say, God is here. God is there. God is everywhere. And you could have heard the guy singing, you know, Uncle Maishi with his kids uh, by supper. Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Hashem is, is surely, truly everywhere. That if Hashem is truly everywhere, then what are you doing on your computer? It's, it's uh, just an hour or two after supper, and you and you lock yourself into your room and you uh, and you you're looking at something that that uh, Jewish eyes should never see. How does such a thing happen? It's a dimyan. It's the craziest dimyan in the world. It's the dimyan that that God that God lives with your children and doesn't live with you. It's the dimyan that God lives in the living room. He doesn't live in the uh, basement. It's the dimming that God lives in the safe. He doesn't live in the computer. It's a dimming. It's a crazy, crazy dimming. Actually, dimming matel adam. When a man says, "Hashem is Baruch," I made nichah b'chol makom shehu. The Hashem is Baruch is nichah b'chol makom shehu. B'chol makom shehu. This, of course, is the greatest problem that people have with davening. Is the shurish of of the problem with davening is that. If, you're, if, if your dimion is telling you that God is not here and God is not with you every single second, or if you just try to do that for the few minutes that you're in shul, it's very, very hard if you don't live with the Baruch Shalom every minute with that feeling that he's with you every single second wherever you go. He is not just a bracha that you say in the morning, it's the reality of your life and that that Akash Baruch Hu is everywhere. But when a person wants to when a person wants to have a better davening, there's there's almost almost I could say that a week doesn't go by where I don't have a phone call because people heard about how beautiful Baruch Hashem Abishul is. But I don't get a phone call from some rabbi from somebody in the community somewhere that says, could, "Could you, you know, maybe talk? To, how is it? You know, how do you get people to daven? How do you get people to daven?" So no, you take a chair and you take a whip. <laughs> And you put a you put a piece of meat in the in the cage, you know, and then you see if it works. Maybe they'll daven. 
How do you get people to daven? How do you get someone to daven? How do you get a person to talk to to the invisible man? There's, there, there's no God. How do you? There's nothing. Everybody knows there's a Everybody says that God exists, but there's no shivisi. If there's no, if there's no, if one doesn't have the imagination of 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 Yisrael, of of Anavi, to live in that reality, that even though it looks like there is no God, that's the problem. It looks like there is no God. So one has to imagine. Use the koach dimyon that there is that there is God and He's with you and He's everywhere with you. And a person then davening is something else. A person davens this different thing. He lives with the kadosh baruch so you're talking to somebody who's with you. <coughs> so that's what the <laughs> Imagination is clean. Gam hadimyan hunaki. Kamaisha isa avir der tisel machkim. Chazal say that the avir der tisel, the avir, the air of der tisel is machkim. Machkim doesn't mean it makes you sharper or brighter, although people use it that way, but that's not the panemius of what it means. We're talking about the midah of chachma. The meat of Chachm is Kachma, is that a Jew knows that it's not, that everything is Hashem. That's what it means, Chachm. Avide Samachim and Nemar, Hein Yers Hashem, Hi Chachma. That's the Chachma. Hein Yers Hashem, Hi Chachma. Reish is Chachma, Yers Hashem. Chachma means an awareness of Akadosh Baruch. That's Chachma. Means kochma means I have no koch of my own. I am nothing. Nothing. Everything is a kodesh baruch That's hein yiras Hashem hichochma. Reishis chochma yiras Hashem. When a person feels that, then then davening is a different davening. If a person doesn't feel that, if he doesn't have that awareness, so then it's 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 bakoshi bakoshi to try to think to think that davening is just about understanding the words that you're saying, or it's uh, some sort of a, a time of studying the sitter or something. Chachma means recognizing, being aware. That's what Rabbi Shalak was telling the, the, the wagon driver, the fruit collector, that Yiras Hashem Chachma. You're imagining that that Hashem was in shul this morning, but that now you're now you're you're out on the road and that that He's not here. Where does Yiras Hashem come from? What does it mean to be God fearing? Chokma is ragdas v'hakara. All you see is baruch shemosh. Is that Yiras Hashem kama? Is that is that goyim avir deretisal? So in Eretz Yisrael, where the dimyon, where the dimyon is clean, he called naki and pure. So there, the 
the dimyon that we were learning about Rabbi Yaakov Meshachlap, and he says where the guf takes over and takes control of the koach dimyon, that's nechutz laretz, where the body takes control of the koach dimyon. So nechutz laretz, one one can imagine that 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 God is not here with me this second, that Hashem is not here with me this second. Menachesal, the the dimyon is naki, is clean, and zelgarim avir deachesal k'moishiiza. So Chazal say that there's a bris, there's a different bris that Hashem has with a different avirus. It means everywhere in the world, every place there's different air. It doesn't mean something scientific. It means in different places the air has a different koyach, has a different skula. And therefore, depending upon where a person is born, where a person lives, the teva, the nature of the air in that place, has a certain effect upon his, upon his personality, upon his his ruchnius, and so on. Doesn't mean just by stopping off or visiting that necessarily, but a person who is Noilidvinizgadl, born there and lives there, that over time and from the and because of where he, uh, that he comes from that place, the avir of that place has a certain has a certain hashpa on the person. Umiskulas avir what's the skula of the avir derechisel? So every place has its. Uh, it could be, you know, the the avira of, of Los Angeles is to go uh, surfing or something. I don't know. What's the school of avira that is so? Is lahachnis bilvavenu hakarish yeshlo aloka. The avira of Israel has this has this kayach, this quality of infusing within the heart this recognition, this dimyon, this chokhma. Of Sheyeshlo Not that God, not just that Hashem exists, that Kashbohu exists, but Sheyeshlo Eloka, like Reb Tzaddik said before, that it means that awareness that Kashbohu is, that Kashbohu is Nikhichai, Bechal Mokim Shehu. That wherever you are, Hashem is there. That's the Avira of Eretz Yisrael. We're going to be talking about this a little bit more up ahead in in Eretz uh, Chayfetz. We already spoke about it. We'll talk about it a little bit more. This also is connected to the Rav Habrocha Shaba'aretza, to the tremendous Brocha that's in the, in the land itself, where it's different from all other places, but the land itself, the earth itself, the fruits themselves. As we spoke about, Vugam can I de roiv habrocha shabarza? Kamashi isa beshilik subis. As the Gemara says at the end of Ksubis. We look there in footnote 11, the Gemara is Kufyud Beis. Omra of Chizdam Aydek Siv, Eitnel Heretz Chemda Nachlas Tsvi. We spoke a lot about this, Eretz Chemda. The Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Chemda Nachlas Tzvi. 
What does that mean? A land, the desirable land, nachlas, the, the portion, the place of the tzvi, of the deer. So there are a couple of explanations in Chazal why Etzisol is called Eretz Tzvi. That animal is known for its, its swiftness, the way that it runs quickly. It's very light-footed. It's light-footed. So to Etzisol is light-footed. In, in bringing forth her fruit. Goes, fast, nice. Talmud Leimer, Elizabeth Chalavu Dvash, Shemeni Mecholav, Masuki Midvash, the land is rich and fat and good. And there are many, many other Midrashim, of course, praising the land and the fruit. So back to Inside of Tzadik, after it says 11. That this is a continuous pella, a wonder, that bears testimony to the one who who makes these wonders. Which Chazal referred to this as the Kate's Magula, that we see that the, and we spoke about this many, many times, how that the nations of the world, that when they're, when they're occupying the land, that the land does not produce for them. The land doesn't respond to them. It's a pelatmidi, but the oisa pela, the way that Eretz responds to Jews. And what happens in, 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 in Eretz in the Paris of Eretz and so on. It's a pelatmidi, made al oisa pela, and because of that, Rabbi Sadiq says it's in the brackets, because of that, so gam ken in yiribu yihabu dezarish, or yoisim oz it's a very powerful little couple of words over there. Because he speaks about this in many places. And we've also learned this from Reb Tzaddik Swarm. And that's exactly why Reb Tzaddik says there's always been a, an, a, uh, uh, an inclination, a stronger inclination to idol worship in Israel than other places. The excavations around the Harabais are filled with Avadazar. And it's not just Avadazar of non Jews. The holier the place, the more you find the Vadazar all over the place. Because there's a very, the imagination there is very, very rich, and one can't be without God in Ezzel. So if you're distant from Hashem Lekei Yisrael, then you find like the closest thing that you could connect to and say that this is God. So when you, when you have a Kesha with the Bari Elam Ezzel, but you can't be in Ezzel, you can't be. Um, complacent about God. You can't be complacent about God. You can't not care about religion in Eretz Yisrael. You're either you're either violently in favor or violently against. You're either bound to Hashem Haaretz, connected deeply to Hashem, God of the land, or you find God in something else. In in Chutzlaretz, you could be like a godless. In Chutzlaretz, you could be a person can 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 feign atheism in, in Chutzlaretz. In Eretz it's much harder to be an atheist. And if you're an atheist in Eretz you have to really believe in it. <laughs> you have to really be shy. Which we've met characters like that in Eretz but they, they all fast on Yom Kippur. 
You have to be very strong. The imagination is very rich, very strong. And in Eretz Yisrael, there's this, there's a feeling that I can't be without God. So that's why Avadazar, Rapsali just puts in over here, that's why Avadazar is very strong in Eretz Yisrael. Very strong. We see with the, what, what is it from the whole world? How come, how come the, how come the Bnei Esav couldn't, couldn't hawk like with the Providence, Long Island, Rhode Island or something? Why does it have to be Davka? They couldn't find someplace else in the world to make a whole beginning with this. The Davka in Yishalayim has to be Avadazar. But you can't walk in your shalom without without hearing the without hearing the the the, the minchamar from over there from the places from the from the mosques or to see the crosses and just you can't you can't go without seeing crosses in your shalom. That they, and that not only that it's not just that they like to set up shop but they lay claim to the harabayas and so on. That they have a desire to be to put a desire in the makom hamikdash, selim behechal. Lahamit Selim Behechel. Where does that come from? Lahamit Selim Behechel. To put a Selim in the Hechel. To put a Zorah, to put a Zorah in Eretz Yisrael. Not just in Eretz Yisrael. Lahamit Selim Behechel. It's very strong, the Avodah Zorah. Because there, one cannot imagine being without God. And and because of that, people are driven to find to find some God of whatever they could find, whatever they get their hands on. That's where Avodah comes from. They want to get their hands on some God, because the because Hashem is both he can't see. So they're trying to get their hands on something. Therefore, Hashem is called Elokei Haaretz. It doesn't mean to say Hashem is Melech Laaretz Kavod, like Rabbi Sadiq said at the beginning. So why is he called Elokei Haaretz? Mr. Ramban talks about it in a number of places. V'sham Akar Mesharbe. V'hainu, that doesn't mean that he's not in Chutz Laaretz. V'hainu, v'hainu, sh'sham hu ha-karis alakusa Hakaris alakusa biyichud in Eretz Yisrael, there is doyma kemishi eshlo eloika. There, the the dimyon, the hakara, the recognition, the awareness is that Hashem is with you every single second. Vizesh Omar, the fisha einim b'nei mekoyman. Snap Tzadik goes back to the Gemara that he began with. You just ask them politely to say that we, the, we, you know, we hear them over here. It's, it's hard. What does that mean that the Talmidic Chacham and Bavel that the Gemara says that they that they're not in their place, and that's why, thank you, and that's why the the um, the name the name doesn't work. When you're in your place, you're known by your name. The name means, of course, the essence. The name means who you really are. Clothing, clothing is something which conceals and covers. In Eretz Yisrael, a Jew is known by who he really is because he lives in in that reality of Elokus. Chutzlaretz is a struggle because Chutzlaretz 
is Eino is the is Eino Mikomeno. It's not our place. It's not our place. See, Jews are getting very. I'm not going to go into the whole political thing now. Don't worry. Just, um, but Jews are getting very excited because everybody feels now that we have we have some of our chevra in the White House because <laughs> we have because uh, we have uh, Kushner and Israelisner in the in the in the White House. So I don't mean that in any derogatory way. Not about him or about her. God forbid. I don't, I don't know them. And I'm sure they're wonderful people. So, but 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 the feeling that uh, the feeling that that Jews have and they oh now it's a machai everything is going to be everything is going to be good ah what a machai and and one of the problems that we that we've had is when we start to when we start to imagine that we own this place we start to imagine that Chutzlaret is ours so when you go to the mountains in the summer the our chevra thinks that that the Catskills belongs to them. Because there are a couple of bungalow colonies and camps and a couple of Jewish stores. So the locals have ways of reminding us that we don't own the place. Mostly through their looks and the and the uh, and the laws that they try to pass. But we don't own this place. This is not our place. And Zimakomain, it makes no difference uh you know how much real estate Jews own in Chutzlar. this is it's it's enomikomeno. It's not it's not our place. They say a joke about there there are two guys Malahavdul Jew that are sitting. Um, they, they live in Texas, and these three you know this joke. These three guys are sitting there, and they're talking. They're showing off. They're, this one says that this guy's name is uh, this guy's name is Smith. And uh, and they ask him. So he says, "What do you what do you uh, own of?" He says, "I own 150 acres, and it's called Smith's uh, Estates, or Smith's Farms." And and, um, and uh, the, then they ask the next guy, and he says, "Yeah, well, I have uh, I have 500 acres. Johnson, his name is. I have 500 acres, and and it's called Johnson's uh, Farms, and so on." And they look at the Jew, and they ask the Jew, "What about you?" He says, "I have I just have uh, 15 acres." And what's it called? It's called downtown Houston. <laughs> <laughs> That's the chilek in this stand. So wherever we go, so we make ourselves at home and we feel comfortable and we, it's ours and we start to have all kinds of dimyonas. Dimyonas, dimyonas. The goyim have ways of reminding us that it's not ours. And I always get nervous when Jews make too much noise in Chutzlar. It gets me very, very nervous. If you come from a home of... Uh, Jews that are from other places, then you were raised with that, being very, very nervous. My, my, my father get, gets, got nervous when they have signs up in Hebrew on stores. He gets nervous. It's, it's just, it's not our place. We have to be very, very careful. We have to be very tsanua. We have to be very hidden and to be very, very quiet because the imagination can, can create such a, a, a delusion. Ki'ilu, this is our place. So Absodic says, that's what the Gemara is telling us. <coughs> What's mean, These Tamil Cham lived in Bavel. They were, they, were, they were born and raised in Bavel. What does it mean, We were born and raised in, in New York. Not Hamakam, this is not our place. 
<coughs> so of course it's not. Ki mokim Yisrael ubaris. No matter how long we've been away, mokim Yisrael is baris. The, the, the true mokim of, of a Jew is Eretz Yisrael. That's where we come from. That's who we are. Ki mokim Yisrael ubaris. Shlachem nikra Eretz Yisrael. It's the Eretz of Yisrael. It's the land of Jews, of Yisrael, of the, of the children of Yaakov Avinu. Is the place and the only place in the world that is cre- that was created to be magbil and mechel to keep to hold together to contain Yisrael. I'm Yisrael. V'zomakayma. And that's and that's their place. And therefore Hashem is called Hashem Lakay Yisrael Shema Makirim Alokusa. And to be a Yisrael means a Yisrael is somebody. We have the name Aleph Lamid in our in our name, Yisrael. And Yashar Kel means that wherever a Jew looks, it's Kel, it's Aleph Lamid. Shema Kirim Alokusa. Vilokeha Aretz. And therefore, Hashem is Hashem Elokei Yisrael, because Elokei Haris is Zom Mekaimim LaHakarizu, because that's the Mokim of this Hakar. That's the place where we come from, and that's and that's the place where the Dimian is Yeshlo Eloka. That's uniquely Yisrael. That place is Yashar Kel Eretz Yisrael. In Yud Vizesh Amar. That's what it means, that in my place I'm known by my name. Shame, the name of a person, Moira al Hanefesh. The name of a person is his soul, is, is the way of identifying who the person really is, our names. Contained within the secret of who we really are, of who we really are. That's why we have to be very careful to use our Jewish names as much as possible. And that's who we are. The shame is moral and nefesh. As it says, that Adam Harishan named everything, and the soul of all that lives is his name. The name is the soul. The name is hinting to the Koach HaNefesh Ahu. To the Koach HaNefesh. That a good name, a name, is better than the most uh, wonderful oil, and v'yom hamav is the day of death, v'yom hivodol, because on the day of death, after a person's life, that's how he lived, and whether he lived up to his name or he didn't live up to his name, as opposed to when he's born, we don't know what's going to become of this person. Shem Rome is the Torah HaNefesh. The name of a person is hinting to Torah HaNefesh, to the pureness of his soul. Dugmas yom hamav which is like the day of death. Because what happens, what happens when a person dies? 
then the soul is is separated from the body. There's no longer any physical mitzvahs. The soul is now separated and in its and it's returned to its pure state where it's no longer connected to the guf. Hatoiv is a hint to mitzvahs, to, to, to performing the mitzvahs physically. So so the Pasik is saying Toiv Shame. The essence of the person, his soul, is his name. As long as the soul is enclosed in the body, we require it to perform mitzvahs with our bodies, which is the Shem and Toiv. But on the Yom Hamaves, on the day of death, on the day of death, the soul becomes once again separated from the body. And the pureness of the soul and the name Which, which is the remez of that person's soul, becomes clear. Which is why it's one of the one of the explanations of why why Chazal say and the Rishis Chacham and others from talk about this. Why Chazal say in the Shlach others that that when a person when a person dies, he's asked his name, and. This is the reason that the, for the minig to, to say at the end of Shemun Esrei, before you take three steps back, to say a posseg with, with the letters of your name at the beginning and the end. And I'm sure everybody does that, and you have to. It's a very important thing. It's brought down the shlok. It's printed in most of the siddurim, and many siddurim, that the first letter and the last letter of your name, which the, which the shlok says, is a way to remember your name when you ask that question, who are you? If the person dies. Yeah. At a Levaya, traditionally, the Chavar Kaddish would say, when they're putting the person down, they're starting to cover, they say, don't forget your name. They don't say, don't forget your social security number. (laughs) 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 Don't forget your name. So what do you... Bob, Joe, Betty, don't forget your name. Because Nefesh Chaya, Nefesh Chaya, who Shemai. And in the Yom Hamavis, there is that separation. Somehow, by saying that Pasik, the Shlach others, it's a site, but the, by, saying, by saying your Pasik, if you have two names, I'm not going into the, the minute here, but to say the Psukim with your name, that your entire life is connected to that Pasik and to your name. And and to be asked the the question of what's your name, and that before we the before we leave the mace we say don't forget your name, don't forget your name. So in the Yom Hamavas, the separation takes place between the body and the soul, and so Absodic says that's the deeper meaning of Toiv Shemi Shemen Toiv Shemen Tov is the mitzvahs that we do with our with our go for the body, but toiv shem yishem and toiv. V'yoyim hamavis miyom hivaldo. The day of death. Shem yom is the Torah nefesh, dugmas yom hamavis, shem nefesh nifredes man ha-guf. V'nitzvich lemaisa mitzvah. Shem nimozim b'shem and ha-toiv. So the body, rather, the soul doesn't need any more maisa mitzvahs. On the day when you die, that's, that's no, then you're not doing mitzvahs anymore. Then it's just about, what's your name? And how did you live your life? That's the din of what's your name. What's your name? Do you remember your name? 
which is, do you remember why you were created? That's the question of, do you remember your name? Why you were created? means when you were born and, and your soul became connected to your guf and you became a physical spirit, a, phys- a body with a with a soul. That's Yom Hivaldo, that's the day of birth. But the day of death is the separation. The day of birth is the shidduch between the neshama and the guf. That's when they're brought together, the day of birth. When you're born, then the shidduch is made with the neshama and the guf. But when you die... Then the, then the, the Nisham and the Guf are separated. What does it mean to remember your name? During your life, it means to remember that my body is a Levush, that my body is not me. I am my name. That's what it means, do you remember your name? Did you remember your name while you were alive? It means, do you, do you live, do, or are you living a life where your Nefesh where you see the essence of who you are by your nefesh, not by your guf. By what your soul wants, not by what your body is asking for. That's the question. That's what it means to remember your name. The toiv hu Hashem. Toiv shem. Mishem and toiv. Toiv hu Hashem. Shu is gabrus ha nefesh al is this gabrus of the nefesh, of the soul, of the essence, al halavush, on the garment. The body is a garment. It's not the essence of a person. therefore, Absodic says a Jew really only knows his name, truthfully knows his name in Etzisrael. A Jew can only be true to the essence of who he is in his place. In Bavel, even though it was a very, very amazing center of Jewish life, chutz mim komein. It's not. It's not our place. When you're not in your place, you're not known by the essence of who you are, your name, but you're rather known by the garment that you're wearing, which is your guf. Understand? You're known by the garment. There are other ways of identifying the person by external things, not by who he is, but but by he, what he does and so on, uh, what he looks like, but not the essence. Is there a rock with in your place? Because in a person's place, his name is who he is, and he's honored for who he really is. Because a person's name is, is his, that's the honor of the person. That's Emma's who he is, in his place. He's known by his name. That's why the most chashiva thing is to is to is to is to be called by your name and to and to speak to people by their name to speak to them in such a way. And through the name and the essence, the soul, a person avoids the embarrassment and the humiliation. Of being lost to physical desires. When you're faithful to your name, so then you're faithful to your soul. And the true covet of a Jew comes through that faithfulness to his soul. But if he forgets his name, then he's then he's connected more to the lavush, to the garments, to the guf, which brings upon him 
embarrassment and humiliation. Because Eretz Yisrael is, is the place of it's a place where, where one sees, the, sees in a clear way, because the Avir Eretz Yisrael is machkim, and it's naki, it's clean, and the dimin is clean, and there a person sees that everything is, is Hashem. And he identifies himself with Hashem. Because Hashem, he recognizes Hashem everywhere and everything. So he's known by his name in Eretz And that's his covet. His covet is his nefesh, is his neshama. That's his covet. You mechabed him for who he truly is. Not by what he's, what he's wearing. <clears throat> that's not the measure of man. What a person is wearing. It's what the person is. Who the person is. That's how it is so. If it is so, in your place, you're known by your name. But when you're not in your place, when you're not in your place, then you're very, very handicapped because you're not connected to your name. So it's very easy to lose out to the garment, to the clothing, to the to the covering, to the dimion of something else. Therefore, the Chachamim, the Tamir Chachamim Bavol, they were very careful to wear specifically, uniquely Jewish clothing, to try to wear the Kavadik clothing, that the clothing should be the Kavadik. It's not a lechachila, it's a bedev. I mean, that, that the covet is identified by clothing is not the highest form of, of, of covet. The highest form of covet is the name. Well, the kolapachas, when a Jew is in Golis, he's not in his place, they sh- he should be mitsuyan sham, with his clothing. It means that the clothing should be beautiful. His mitzvahs, his masam toivim, everything he does with his guf should be in the best possible way. That should be beautiful clothing. like the malachim, whatever. Should be, they should be dressed in a bekavadik way, a beautiful way, a Jewish way to dress in a Jewish way, in a beautiful way. And the Psodic himself says, I think everybody can feel that there's a lot more going on over here than what we're talking about. It's a long Indian, it's a big Indian, it's a very, very deep Indian. I think maybe he's making a play on Ein Khan Makaimam, that this is not the place. He says, Laharach, therefore I'm saying it in a shorter way, Katsarn. The Levushim, that the angels are described as wearing beautiful things, means that the Chacham, that a Jew, wherever he is, he tries to conduct himself in, in a very, very beautiful and a Bekavadik way. Wherever we are, we try to conduct ourselves in all of, in at work and in the street and so on, that it should be mitsuyanim, 
It's not our place. It's not our place. And therefore, the covet is not coming where, from where it should come. It can, of course, if you connect that to soul. All of these things can can be in place. But chutzlaretz is the ikka of chutzlaretz is the levushim and the begadim and the chutz. That's why it's called chutzlaretz. Everywhere outside is called chutz, chutz. And the chutz is what's in chutzlaretz. And therefore, especially in chutzlaretz, the levushim, the begadim are, are mitsuyadim. It's a way of being mitsayin ourselves by not just the, the clothing, but how we behave and how we conduct ourselves and how we act. It's hard to come to the essence, to the soul, to the name. It's very hard in Chutzlars, because in Chutzlars is Daime Kamisha Einlo Aloka. One could forget his name very easily in Chutzlars. You could forget your name in Chutzlars. You could pick up names. We picked up names in Chutzlars, they get names, names that are not our names in Chutzlars. What is it, though? But in Eretz Yisrael, you still have to dress nice. But in the end, you're like a Jew. But in the end of time, the dress maybe will be less important when we're in our land. and... Reptonic is talking about very deep things. He's not talking about the wardrobe specifically. That's what the Ram Katsar Maruchim is saying. Amukim uh, is talking about Aruchim Vamukim that the sugi of clothing. I, I don't know what, what it's going to be like. You know how we're going to dress and whether clothing is more important, where the clothing is less important. When the truth will be revealed fully, so then we'll identify ourselves by the essence of who we are. What role will clothing play at the end of time? Uh, I, I have no idea what, what, what that's going to be like. I don't know. I never saw anybody talk about it in any safe. I don't right. think. Now in Israel, you have to dress nicely also as a Jew, no? Uh, we have, of course you have to. Dress casual. So. A Jew should dress properly wherever he is, wherever she is, to, to dress, to dress uh, in the way that a Jew should dress. But is he, it less important there, as we're saying? A person feels the nature of know I know Jews that when they came to Chutzos, they wanted to put on more... Yiddish Levushim, because they, in essence, they feel stam on their own, they're Jewish, and in Chutzlars, they want to be able to feel, feel more connected. They were talking about, though, that's, uh, it's, he's talking about deeper things, and not, he's not talking about something you pick up on a, on a, on a, a, with a hanger, something else. Rebbe, when we came out of, when we came out of Mitzrayim, what was the most valuable thing that we came out with? Yes, with the clothing, with the clothing, more than silver, more than gold. All right. the I said that before. They were in Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim, right. it says we were Mitzrayim Shom, and our and our clothing, our clothing, grew together with us and went with us wherever you we went in Mitzrayim. There's no, the the, the sugi of clothing is a very very big one, and unfortunately, since it's not learned in a deeper way, so that it it, it becomes just um, a silly thing. If a woman would understand what the sugi of clothing is, she would dress a different way. And if we, would, if the men would understand the sugi of clothing, then it wouldn't be, you know, uh, the silliness that it, that's become. It's not a matter of hats and suits and streimelich and and, and bibahit. You know, it's a there's an oymik, there's an oymik to it. The the the, the ikir is that the 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 name of a person is is the measure of who he is, and the clothing is not the measure of man. It's a yirid. It's a It's a chutzlarstik musag. The Indian of clothing. That doesn't mean that in Israel, even the Kaingal and the king, they wear beautiful, beautiful clothing. And get so the clothing is is very beautiful in Israel. Forget the 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 big day kahuna, what the Kaingal would wear, Mara Kain. But you see that the big day lovin is the highest level. The white clothing of the Kaingal is the highest, highest thing of all. Which is the Indian of Yom Hamavis, which is the same thing that we wear when we when put into the grave, right? So all of us are dressed like the Kohen Gadol Yom Kippur. The highest moments of Yom Kippur when, when they put us into the grave. 
Because on that day, the, the goof is separated from the, the goof is separated from the neshama, and on that day, um, white clothing is the most becoming. While the chasna, the color wears, wears white, but the Indian is wearing white, which brought down as far as also the kittel, and to wear the chasna wears a kittel, and the color wears a white gown. It's it's yom hamobis yom yom yivoli tov leches al beis avum leches al beis mishta. When the goof is separated from the neshama and the Indian of the yichud that the chasna color are about to make by getting married, is that davke by wearing the white clothing is the Indian of Yom HaMobis, Yom HaVadol. What am I thinking about the day of death? Is the chasna, it's the beginning of our lives together. Why should I think about such a depressing thing? About the day of dying? We're just, we're just beginning? The Territ says, it's not chas from a morbid thought. It's that, it's that in, in our home, we should be able to be known by our names, not by our clothing. It should be a home that's filled with, with ruchnis, with nefesh. With the nefesh, with the nefesh. With the nefesh is the ikka, with the soul is the ikka. That's the... That's the Indian of, of a kittel and, and, and wearing uh, big day mace that people don't know. They, by, by, by Pesach, we wear big day mace. By, so what does that mean? What does that mean Yom Kippur? It's not elaborate clothing, the white, the white. The white is the separation between the Guf and the, the Nevis. Okay, so we'll continue next week with our assignments. Sorry? <coughs>